Fargo Famous. I'm Conrad Fargo. We are here with Kevin Bauer from uh, Egg Week is where I normally know you from, but you're here with from Prairie Heights today. Hello, Kevin. Hi, Conrad. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for coming on. Welcome to the show. Of course, this is the Fargo Famous segment where we talk about the people who live in Fargo. What is the kind of person who lives in Fargo? Now, were you born here? Were you from Fargo originally or where did you come from? Yeah, so a background on me, I'm actually originally from Gwinter, North Dakota, so about an hour and 15 minutes southwest of here. Uh, but I've lived in Fargo-Moorhead for about eight or eight plus years now. So another small town transplant and you come to Fargo, North Dakota, the the big city. How old were you when you moved here? Uh, just right out of college, so around about 22 going into 23 uh, there. Okay, so, and yep. so college is what brought you here? Yep, college and a job opportunity like like most people would come to Fargo that way. Okay, that's, uh, that's really cool. What did you go to uh, school for? So I went to Valley City State for uh, business administration, oh, okay. human resources, and uh, management. So, so college didn't bring you, because Valley City, that's out in Valley City. Yep. So college, so was Valley City bigger than where you grew up, or maybe about the same size? Yeah, it was quite a bit bigger. I mean, uh, originally from Gwinter, so about 800 people in Valley City. I'm not exactly sure. I know it's, it's stayed pretty steady, but it's, it's a few thousand people. So it was kind of a little bit of a baby step that way. And then Fargo, I came for a job. So The big um, city for a job, right? Yep, Fargo's yep. the big city uh, for you then. And, and what was it like moving to the big city, Fargo? I was it was good. I mean, it was I obviously didn't live too far away, so I was very used to it. But I mean, being from a small town and and then coming to Fargo, it was you know traffic like everybody talks about traffic or you know, there's places to eat and all that fun stuff. So, so you felt like Fargo had traffic. Like yeah, that well, I, initially yes, yes. Yeah. Initially, I thought Fargo had a lot of traffic and yeah. you know things. But I've I got I was fortunate enough to travel quite a bit when I was younger. So I've been into significantly bigger cities yeah, okay. across like all the major U.S. Yes. cities for the most part. So it wasn't so much, but I. I didn't also drive at the time or you know when i was in those areas and so what was this first job that you had was it the one at wday or where um so my first job actually was in a a back office processing for a small company census trust yeah Uh, so my career path really doesn't make a ton of sense yeah but i I went in kind of the financial side of things and then wanted to get into sales and work with people so Uh really wasn't a uh, I wanted to work with people, like I said, and it was I didn't really work with a lot. I was more doing data entry and that kind of stuff. So huh. got into sales at WDAY and did that for three and a half years, um, and then been with Egg Week uh, Magazine, Egg Week TV for a little over two and a half years now. Oh wow! Um, working more with kind of the same thing, but just more with uh, agricultural businesses and organizations. So I mean, there's definitely those are both media, WDAY and then Egg Week. So you had kind of chosen a media path, or is that just kind of a coincidence? Um, kind of a coincidence. Okay. I just, it was I you know I was familiar with WDAY and what I was doing there, but I wasn't, um, it really wasn't the media. I just really wanted to get in the sales side of things. And You don't have a dream a of, of like becoming like a media star or anything like that? Nope. I don't foresee myself being a media mogul, but you never know. So <laughs> You never know. This could be the one that uh, makes it right yes. here. Uh, so <laughs> that would be cool. Uh, and then you go to Ag Week. When did you find, now you're here not for Ag Week, uh, but actually an event. We, you know, our next segment is Fargo Fun. That's going to be uh, an event being held by Prairie Heights. Of course, it's Mary, It's Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas time. We're going to be talking about that in the next segment. How did you find Prairie Heights? What Was that the first church? Were they the same denomination uh, as you from, from the small town you came from? Or, or what was what was your journey to them? Yeah, so it was, um, I grew up Catholic and, and did all the steps in, in, the, in the Catholic faith with that and then yeah. kind of stepped away for, for a little while during college and kind of later in my 
uh, part of high school. Yeah. Uh, and kind of got back connected. One of my friends invited me, which um, if you've ever been to Prairie Heights, usually you get invited by a friend. And that's oh. why so I'm here today um, to invite people. To and invite people as your friend. So everybody listening that. to this yep. is your friend? You're all, you're all my friends. You can and they should all Facebook come. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, find you so, on yeah, Facebook. So. Kevin Bauer on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And uh, okay. So you, I was also uh, uh, raised Catholic. Uh, from 7 to 17, got all the sacraments, uh, yeah. except for the marriage one, because uh, I, like you, had kind of stepped away from college. I never I never came back. But w- So what was it like going back? Because uh, n- it's not a Catholic church. It's a Church of the Nazarene, I think I had read. Correct. Yep, yep. Uh, How Prairie, is Heights th- is a, or Prairie Heights Community Church is a Church of the Nazarene. Okay. Um, so very similar. It's, it's in the Christian faith. And yeah. There is a few little minor details yes. difference, but um, I, did, I didn't really look too much in the details when I uh, first came. I just started coming when they were initially at the Fargo Dome. Um, so I was did a couple uh i went to church there a couple times at the fargo dome and then uh just kind of started coming and then it got closer to me i live in west fargo uh so prairie heights is in west fargo as well and um so kind of connected that way and then started coming and then i've been pretty consistent i don't know if i missed too many sundays the last probably five or six years wow. i would say oh wow um, so, so you really fell in head over heels yep we we are going to our music break now i'm sorry to those who are tired of it it is christmas it's all christmas music today uh i'm excited for that but before we go and uh, we're opening up with oh holy night uh i had a, a, a wealth an embarrassment of, of riches to choose from uh went with the martina mcbride version uh so we'll that's uh, probably the closest to country music you'll get out of me unless uh ween is involved uh but i wanted to so i want you to just kind of if you can real quick like what is the difference because i so i'm very familiar with catholic mass how is it di- is it different in any way or is it very much similar is it was there something that you would notice as a big difference or is it just otherwise like the same kind of like you go and and the preacher and all that can you kind of paint paint with the differences yeah maybe? so i mean main difference i mean there's not there's some definite definite differences with it and i mean it i feel like it's uh very inviting to people so it's kind of just different like there's a lot of it's a very inviting environment um and then the traditional like a lot of the like our um services are all live streamed as well oh. so you're able to watch it so you don't Neat. have to attend but it's definitely more impactful and in person um, atmosphere, yeah. Uh, but definitely, it's one of the major things people notice is you can bring coffee into church. Which, oh. as a Catholic, that was like <laughs> kind yes. of out of the scope of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I really appreciate that. I'm a big. I know you are as well. A big <laughs> yeah, coffee, coffee drinker. So, okay. um, big aspect that way. And then they also have a kid venture. Um, so if you, uh, a lot of times, a lot of people bring their kids to church, and if you know, it's nice to engage with other kids and you know different things. So everybody's in a different space with that, but you can definitely bring them into service. Or there's kid venture birth through fifth grade that you're. They able to uh, check into and they can always attend with you uh, whenever needed so very cool well we are going to be talking about the christmas uh um what do you call it the christmas uh christmas service service there yep. you go that's yep. what i was looking for we're going to be talking about the christmas service when we come back but first martini mcbride's oh holy night don't go nowhere that was Martina McBride with Oh Holy Nights. This is uh, Fargo Fun, where we talk about the fun things to do in Fargo. There's lots to do, always lots of different interesting events going on in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but, of course, it being the Christmas season, we are going to talk about Christmas service. Uh, we're here with Kevin Bauer, from uh, who's joined us from his church, which is Prairie Heights. We talked about that in the last segment. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Christmas service. So why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us all about it, Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Christmas service, like kind of in the, the next segment or the previous segment we talked about is um, it's non-traditional service, but we do actually have four identical services this upcoming weekend on Saturdays and Sundays. 
kind of a lot in that time. If you're coming to Fargo, you can spend time with your family on Christmas on the on the actual day on Monday. Uh, but we do have uh, it's on Saturday at four and six p.m. and then also on Sunday at eleven or excuse me nine and eleven a.m. Uh, so all services are very similar, uh, but people really kind of pick what's con- most convenient for them, and you do get a variety of. Um, um, of attendees that way so but yeah so we'll do that and then also as i mentioned we do there's um, feel free to bring your whole family because there's a kid kid venture that you can definitely check your kids into or they're welcome to join the service as well Uh, but it's definitely uh, very impactful and it's always a moving service i know i've invite friends that maybe just come on christmas or on easter it's typically um the most common times uh, but they really come back because of it because they're like well that was just such a moving service and um kind of the, the background of it we're doing a series on um people that had really big impacts moses uh um, moses and joseph and then in the service in the service so we're kind of the theme more or less on, on that but uh talk about biblical heroes if you will on that and then also it goes to christmas being the birth of of jesus christ so uh we do uh, that's kind of the focus on it but we always uh talk about kind of that birth aspect of things but also you know bring in uh very relatable messages for those individuals because um for some church is kind of a overwhelming thing or i know i've had some different comments from different people and i've invited them and um but i was reassuring them it's a very welcoming environment and like i said you can bring coffee into service as well as um get a lot of information and the the big thing i like really like about it is you don't have to know everything like me going in i went grew up catholic did all the things but i really wasn't you know biblically sound i wouldn't i would consider myself a christian but not like a huge you know by the book situation of things uh, but they definitely met me where i'm at and i'm obviously like anybody we're not a not a finished product but um i just kind of like to invite people to service because um it's really changed my life and i want people to also experience that and you know get closer with their families or whatever that be because it's christmas is very joyous time for people and sometimes there's a lot of despair and things that go with that so i want to you know open everybody in that situation. So I've got a, a daughter who's uh, four going on five years old. I asked her what she thought Christmas was about, and of course she said Santa Claus and uh, presents and gifts and all this stuff. She, because we are, you know, my wife is Japanese. Sure. Like I said, I had stepped, I was raised Catholic, but I had stepped away. She had never even heard of the Jesus Christ figure, sure. right, which I thought was strange to say the least because it's the name of the of, of the of the holiday right yeah. so i think it is an interesting idea to maybe bring them just to see you know from an outside perspective bring them to a service uh even you know as as an outsider as somebody who, who hasn't been there in a long time what would they expect what would it be like for them coming in for their first time let's take that you know my my five-year-old who has no concept of church who's never been in a church what is she going to experience what what's it going to be like for her can you maybe paint a picture of what that might feel like yeah for sure and for her it'll be excellent and she'll walk in and on the left side when you walk in the doors the, obviously you'll be greeted by um a numerous amount of volunteers but for her uh, she would be in the jungle as we call it and it's right if you walk in the church it's right on the left side but there's a lot of interactive things to do and they've made some adjustments over the, the last year or so but it was always one of those things i know my cousin who's actually six uh yeah that was his first thing when he attended he was like he wanted to go in there and he was a little younger at the time so it wasn't an age appropriate spot for him with bigger kids or whatever that looks like uh, but it's definitely a, a good time just for them to check it out and they can meet other kids and just have that community which is one of the big pillars is just to choose community in that space so you don't normally have the kids sitting in the service they go and they do their own kid thing 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so my cousin actually he hasn't um, now he's able to go, uh, but he comes every once in a while with things, but he uh, usually attends with us. Um, but sometimes it's you know you get the get the little bit of agitation or whatever, or or get the. Um, I don't know what you call it, the worm, get the wiggle worms, things like that. So it's a little, sometimes it's easier for the parents to, you know, they can watch the message and take it in a little easier if their kid isn't moving around a little bit. So it, it's kind of the, up to the parent's discretion, but there isn't like a, a rule or anything that goes with that. So so yep. you said these are at what time now? Uh, so services are at uh, 9 and 11 on Sunday and 4 and 6 p.m. on Saturday. Is there also so going to be a midnight mass at all, or is that more of a Catholic thing? Um, th- that's traditionally a Catholic, or it's, yeah. it's a Christian thing, but uh, I know Catholic and Lutheran, it's very prominent in that. Yeah. Uh, we, do, we don't do a midnight mass. Okay. Um, but uh, we do, you know, you're able to do live stream and things and do your own um, service, or not only on service, but you can... Um, Kind of rewatch it. You can rewatch it if yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. You know, do that. If that's Is that on YouTube something. or where are those at? Where um, do you so find it, those? It's on the website. Uh, okay. So if, if you go to prairieheads.com, you can watch the message. Um, you can watch it as many times as you want. Or if you want to archive certain messages or or thing, or if you want to reference back on certain series, you're more than welcome to do that as well. Very good. And that's at prairieheights.com. I'll spell it for those. At Prairie, that's kind of a hard word to spell. It's got a lot of P-R-A-I-R-I-E. H e i g h t s. You could misspell that pretty easily. You very if you much wanted, could. If you wanted to. Uh, but so prairieheights.com, go there, check it out. We're moving on to our next segment, which is going to be uh, Fargo Frequently Asked Questions. But first, Frank Sinatra with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Don't go nowhere. Fargo Frequently Asked Questions. I'm Conrad Fargo. This is the segment where we get listener mail from all around the country. We're here with uh, Kevin Bauer, who uh, is at Egg Week, and here with from Prairie Heights, uh, the church, to celebrate Christmas here. Hello, Kevin. Hi, Conrad. We uh, are going to go through some listener mail. So we get tons of it, just over and over. Sometimes the same questions come up time and time again. And so I like to grab uh, the ones that are maybe more representative of the larger audience and uh, see if we can answer them on the air. Sounds good. Okay. So the first one, we've got Sally Wilson from uh, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, who asks, I've heard Fargo is the hidden gem for mixology enthusiasts. Are there any any alcohol classes that teach the delicate balance between crafting the perfect cocktail and surviving a North Dakota winter? I think this person heard our guest from last weekend who was a... who, who teaches uh, alcohol classes. Have you ever taken any such alcohol classes or learned anything about mixology? I, I honestly have never taken any classes. I know it's very prominent. I've seen them around there. I just haven't uh, taken the time to uh, really learn about it. Are you a big all, drinker? So. You know, I think North Dakota is one of the drinkingest states out there. I think we do a lot of drinking out here, probably with the cold winters. There's not much else to do. Do you uh, ever go out for a beer or a cocktail or anything like that? Um, on occasion. I mean, I, it's uh, very prominent here, and there's a lot of good breweries to check out. But okay. I wouldn't say I'm a, you know, a, a, a legend at it. or <laughs> Not a heavy drinker. Not a heavy drinker, but I, I, I do like the... to try new places, and I like the aspect of the, the community that comes, or, or the, you know, meeting people and kind of Are you more of a beer space. or a cocktail? kind of guy uh i like the the more on the beer side of things okay yeah. and you like the the small local breweries or uh you go for a, for an affordable domestic um it, it really depends on the time i mean i like to try different things and, yeah you know it's, i'm not too adventurous in that space but i you know i do like to try some different things i'm open to you know d- different aspects of it but okay moving on to the next question we've got nancy smith from spokane 
W.A. Washington. There you go. I know the states. I'm an American. Yep. I've, been, I've lived here. Uh, Spokane, Washington asks, is it true that there is a casserole Olympics in Fargo where competitors have to assemble hot dishes blindfolded with ingredients like marshmallows and ketchup? Ooh. Have you heard of this casserole Olympics? I, I've never heard it or, or partaken in it. It must be I one of those underground. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, marshmallow and ketchup. That's pretty goofy. What's the weirdest hot dish you've ever had? Have you ever had anything Oof. that's a little out there? Anything? I wouldn't say anything out there. I mean, I've just your traditional tater tot hot dish. Yeah. Casserole depends on where you fall in that uh, argument there. But had that and then just your know, green bean casserole. And uh, my mom actually makes a, it's called uh, crescent roll hot dish. So it's very, there you go. very, it's, you know, it's just very, very Midwesterner. It's yeah. cheese, meat, and, and yeah. uh, crescent rolls. And um, you can put anything you want in there, right? But that's just kind of the but way. But what do you put in? Work. So it's a hot dish, though. So it's, yep, it's, it's a hot, dish. so the crescent rolls go on top like the tater tots do? Yep. Almost so it's, like a, uh, on the bottom and on the top, actually. So on the bottom? There's two, two different layers. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, but then you're putting like a wet hot dish. Yeah, so you, so, so you then the bottom the, layer is probably pretty soggy, or you cook uh, it first. So you cook the bottom layer for Ooh. I don't I don't know off the top of my head, but it's a few you know probably Mom makes 10, it. 15 minutes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I've made it once before, but it's it's one of those things. It's kind of nice to come home to, or like yeah, yeah. You know, for the weekend Taste or home. whatever it is. And, but so what's the filling? Um, it would be uh, it's like a hamburger filling with cheese. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not you don't use like a soup. In it's, my mind, hot dishes like always a, have like a, a cream of mushroom soup or some some kind of Campbell's soup. In I the, think it's but like maybe a tomato, that's just like my mind. Campbell soup oh, is there? Type of okay, thing okay. That space. It's, okay. It's been a little while. I I usually don't watch watch it made made type thing. When I've, I've never thought about it, but when I think hot dish, I think there's got to be a can of Campbell's sure. condensed. Got to be a can of something. A right? something usually. <laughs> so like my the weirdest thing I ever had. My wife, this is one of her concoctions. Is she would buy pie dust crust. Oh, sure. And then she would mix it with uh, cream of mushroom soup and salmon. How Japanese Ooh. is that, right? Yeah. And cooked salmon and put that together. So it was like a, a salmon pot pie kind okay. of a thing. That was really, like, I don't know if that's a hot dish. It kind of sounds like your thing yeah. with pie crust instead of croissant. Um, somehow I always end up talking about food on this show. <laughs> and I am hungry. It is lunchtime. I have not had lunch. All right. Well, that, wow. <clears throat> Here we go. We had five minutes again. I tell, It goes quick. Yep. Does, it, does it not? Uh, the next song we are going to grab here is uh, the one you had actually requested, This and this is my favorite song. Um, it, it, uh, there's always one part in it that kind of brings it to you to my song, Nat King Cole, the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to listen to that, and then we will be back with Fargo Fresh, so don't go nowhere. Do You Hear What I Hear by Bing Crosby. So I was picking out all uh, Christmas music for the show because it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, Bing Crosby has a ton of, like when I think, I guess when I think Christmas, I think Bing Crosby. I didn't want to double up on the artist though. But uh, what's your favorite Bing Crosby song? Would that be it? Put me on the spot there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we do. It's live radio. Put you on the spot. Twist your arm. We're is the Fargo. It, I could be. I could be wrong, but ha- have yourself a Merry Christmas. Is that have yourself Crosby? a Merry Christmas. Have I have no idea. I, I, the I one think, we. The first I think one? it is. I'm sure, and I feel like a lot of artists will do like remakes of it or yeah. something very similar. So I've I've heard that in that space. I know, but, um, but yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite Bing Crosby if I had to pick. Yeah, and now he's a, he's a talented artist and uh, really puts me in the mood for the season. Love me some Christmas. Definitely. It's a great feel. Uh, we are gonna move to uh, uh, Fargo Fresh. So this is Fargo Fresh. It's the segment where what we do is talk about what's fresh and new and, and cool in Fargo. Uh, this uh, first part of the segment, though, it's kind of a newer part. I really enjoy it. It has nothing to do with Fargo at all. Uh, I go to YouTube, and I say, hey, YouTube, what do you want 
me to talk about. So they have a research thing where I can put in a keyword and then they spit back out to me what they're looking for. They're like, hey, people are searching for this and they've got nothing. They've got, we're not coming up with nothing. So we can talk about that for a little bit. Maybe mess with the YouTube algorithm a little bit. Maybe that's why you, uh, viewer, are watching. Well, hold on. We're going to talk about the exciting thing you came for, which apparently was, so I typed in Christmas because it's a Christmas show. Uh, My Norwegian Christmas. Okay. So that was, uh, that's, I guess people are searching on YouTube for My Norwegian Christmas and coming up wanting now you are like uh, most people up here. We got like what Russians, Germans, and Norwegians. Like that's the big. Are you? Do you have Norwegian roots at all? Um, not so much. No, I'm kind of on the the German Austrian side okay. of things. With the name thing. Bauer. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, and of Means course farmer. Ironically, in oh German, really? So, yep. My uh, my last name is Klinkhammer. Yeah, guess, uh, guess, guess what they did. <laughs> I don't know if I want to guess. <laughs> no, no. Blacksmith. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I got to try to figure out from the Norwegians, dude, have you ever eaten lunafisk? I suppose that would be... Uh, I have not a lot of it. I mean, I've, I've tasted it, and it's it's not on my, on my to-go list. <laughs> Neither of us are Norwegian yeah, enough for no, it, huh? <laughs> no, can't, can't say I'm in that, in that category there, no. The next uh, content gap was sweet smell Ooh. of Christmas. Sweet smell of Christmas. What do you think that's all about? I'm leaning towards the desserts. I'm a dessert guy, so yeah. I'm thinking pies and cookies and fresh baked apple pies. What does, I, does Christmas pie. have a smell to you? I mean, what what would you if you had to describe the smell? Just desserts, fresh bake, maybe cinnamon. Yeah, maybe some cinnamon, or I always think of like candles for smell. Like I feel like there's like a huh. candle industry of things that yeah. are that are making a making a go of the the Christmas scent. And what what does that even mean for people? So. Well, then the last content gap here is it would make a great gift for Christmas. Okay. So that's I mean that one's pretty easy. So I you know and I'm a realtor at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Premier Properties. I have a hard time with gifts. I don't know sure. what it is. I got to get people closing gifts all the time, sure. and it's like a nightmare every time. I'm like, oh, what am I gonna get them? Because I just I don't, I don't I I don't know. Gift giving just feels awkward for me. Sure. And then Christmas is another time where it's like, what do you get people? Well, yeah. I mean, what how do you have a philosophy on gift giving or on the kinds of gifts you get? Are there anything that you have like a go to? Um, I always think of try to think of something not necessarily handmade, but something that's I like local like foods or products, those types of things. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit more because I mean I feel like if you get a gift card, like sometimes there's people are hard to buy for. Yes. Or there's you know you have 15 gifts to gift or to get for people, and yes. so gift cards maybe are a little bit easier. But I mean something a little bit more if you know they like a sports team or something that's maybe a little unique. That's kind of I lead on. I try to. You know, figure out, you know, get a little background information. If it's Go family, personal. it's a little easier. You yeah. can see, you know, if it's something they need or they'll use. But I'm a person, I would, you know, if I got by you, like, you know, something of clothing, I'd like you to wear it at some point or at least see it. And right. some people do it. I, they know how valuable it is. So they'll see, they'll wear it, like, when I see them. Yeah. Or if they yeah. encounter them. Like, oh, and so I say Almost that. Guilted so into it gives it, yeah. me a little bit of joy. But I'm like, I wonder if that's set up. But I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> so, yeah, I gift cards. Now that, no. So I, because I had a realization, uh, I found one that was like f- six, seven years old. I sure. never used it. And then I I was thinking how about a couple more that I had lost. And it occurred to me that like, gosh, when you give that person that gift card, it's the same as cash, but it doesn't get treated like cash. Yep. You know, like nope. they, they probably lose it. Yep. So like in a very real way, you just went to Target 
and donated 50 bucks to them. Yep. And like when I had that, re- it was like a real, like I was sitting there on the floor going through papers and I like had that real, and I got, I like got physically sick. I was like, but the money, <laughs> like it just made me, so I'm never giving gift cards sure. again. Like I just never, ever, ever again. Okay. Uh, moving on to some uh, news items real quick. Um, this one is a little heartbreaking. Maybe you've seen the, uh, he took out, this gentleman took out uh, uh, billboards now uh, <laughs> on those digital billboards. Uh, his service dog, Ruby, is missing. Oh, sure. We yeah. actually brought this up on the show two, three weeks ago when the reward was only $5,000. He has doubled the reward to $10,000 thousand dollars for his uh uh his name is jason larkin uh and his dog's name is ruby so he's looking for that last time he saw that dog was december 3rd in the osgood area sure so if you know anybody looking to make some money maybe i don't know go look go looking for ruby find her in the in the osgood area and uh, uh, help give this man some peace of mind. She's a service dog. Have you haven't heard about this? I, I've heard about it. I haven't looked into it a ton. Of, I know. I remember seeing it was in the Osgood area, but I didn't know if that was found, and I, I didn't track it. Uh, Still, looking. Me, I didn't track it like real, real good there. So. Well, so this is the public service announcement here, sure. right here on the radio. Uh, and if you're watching this later on YouTube, still looking ten thousand dollar reward if you can find i mean that's look if i told you i buried ten thousand dollars somewhere in the osgood area i wonder how many people would go looking sure right i mean you have an opportunity to go track down this dog ten thousand dollars yeah go for a walk you find ruby you never know what would you do with ten thousand dollars oh i don't know i'd 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 be probably pretty boring and i'd probably pay down debt or something (laughs) you know like pay on my house or something fun like that maybe give myself some treat of some sort of you know buy something that's electronic or something i've been wanting to buy for myself for a while or something crazy but really just invest you're a very prudent man yeah yeah i wouldn't i'm not too outgoing in that space i'll try to invest it or or to make money and doing things with that so well you you and i are going to be kindred spirits in that (laughs) like that's it was reminds me of there was some economist who won the nobel prize and it's like a million dollars he's like what did you do with the million dollars he's like i just invested it i'm an economist what do you want from me (laughs) and it was like yeah you know that's probably what i would do surprise a little bit more if he's like oh i bought a port or whatever i went crazy Five cars, about five sports cars. Oh, YOLO! The, the, the economy's y- going up. You know, if you buy five Porsches, <laughs> and it's, so the YOLO economist. Yeah. There you go. All right, so we are moving to some more Christmas music. We've got Andy Williams with "It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year," and then we'll be back with, believe it or not, our last segment, hmm. Fargo favorites. Yep, we are just trucking along. So we're going to listen to some Andy Williams and Dean Martin, and be back with Fargo favorites. Don't go nowhere. Boys. Oh, you gotta watch the boys. Yeah. It's good. <clears throat> Fargo favorites. I'm Conrad Fargo. Uh, we are going to talk about the favorite places in Fargo and the area to go to. We're here with Kevin Bauer from Prairie Heights. Uh, hello, Kevin. How's it going, Conrad? We are going to discuss. So I want you to imagine you're going out to eat. This isn't like a birthday meal or anything like big, huge celebratory. But it's like, you know what? I don't want to cook tonight. I want to go have a nice, decent meal. Where are you going? Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends if I'm going with friends and stuff. It's it. I mean. There's a few different places, but I like Brutus Brickhouse to go and have Brutus Brutus Brickhouse. Brutus Brickhouse. If I'm going with friends, um, if I'm just grabbing something quick, my favorite's Crispin Green. It's very health focused, and that's kind of me and Valerie like that aspect. And it's a little bit of a a 
a little bit more costly, but it's definitely good food and it fills you up. So it's I like both those places. Okay, cool. Well, which one? If you had to pick, well, I suppose so. One is more affordable than the other. Brutus or is well, Brutus pretty affordable? I mean, they're, I mean, they're both kind of up there, but it's one of those. Not that I, I wouldn't say they're. I don't know. It it really depends what you get. I mean, pizzas. I mean, it's market rate. I would say as far as uh, price point. I love like that, pizza. But, I've never had. You know. Where's Brutus Brickhouse at? Uh, so Brutus Brickhouse is on uh, thirty. Uh, actually, ironically enough, it's just down the street from Prairie Heights. Oh yeah. So uh, I don't know the the street address for or the the number, but yeah. Prairie Heights is three nineteen, and it's yeah. a couple blocks west of there. Vet- like Veterans and Thirty Second, that yep. that area, the Shadow Shadowwood area. Yep, kind Shadowwood of area. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's right there on. It's by by that Cashwise down there as well. Like there's a that strip mall to the west, and it's at the very end of that. And they have a really good patio in the summers, and so it's really good aspect. And I love sports, so it's you can watch really any sports game there and. Um, have a variety of different seating options there. And too, your favorite so. thing is to get pizza. Um, I like the burgers and pizza. There oh, for the burgers! Most part. Okay, really good mozzarella sticks. And I mean, you know I really they haven't had too much that's bad there. I've tried a lot of different things, but are they open for lunch? Yep, they're open for lunch. Okay. I'll have to go there with my wife sometime. Nice. We're always looking for a new place to get like burgers or for pizza sure. and stuff. And that would sounds like a good, good place. Um, so I suppose you you said you're in sales for Egg Week. Yep. And you, we were talking about how you travel around a lot. You go up to Grand Forks and all these other things. Uh, when you are in town and meeting somebody, maybe having a sales meeting or whatever, sure. or maybe just doing some networking, sure. you're gonna go out for like a coffee or a beer, or you know, just to meet, sit down and have sure. you know that one hour conversation. Uh, where do you go? What's your favorite? Where's your go-to meeting place? Yeah, I mean, my favorite coffee shop is. I like to go to Beans in West Fargo. Yeah, West Fargo local. Yeah, local, yeah, or, yeah. Uh, loyal, I should say. Yeah. Uh, so I like that aspect to just meet people for coffee. And typically, I've noticed, and you've probably noticed this too, if you go there pretty regularly, like you always see somebody you know, especially if you're a regular there. Yeah. Uh, so I like that aspect, but I'm really not opposed to any other coffee shops. It's just kind of whatever yeah. makes sense for that person. Beans Sometimes is great. Some, I, they've got that donut. Yep, they have the donuts and um, <laughs> food options would be great, but oftentimes I'm just there for the coffee and they always try to keep it fresh and keep it. It's a pretty large space, so you can, you know, it gets fairly busy, but it doesn't hinder that uh, the networking aspect of things. I don't know if I've been to the. I always go to the one on University. Oh, sure. What's the West Fargo space like? You said it's big. It's quite so a it's bit bigger. I, w- I wouldn't, you know, don't quote me on it, but I mean, it's probably two and a half times bigger, wow. I would say. So it's yeah. a lot more seating area and a little bit different. Uh, um, parking situation's a little bit different as well. It's kind of in a L shape versus the university one. A lot of times you, if it's busy, you park on like the yeah. The, the university one, lot. the parking is yeah, ridiculous. Kind of so it's a little bit, a <laughs> little different that way. But um, as most people have my, my spot, I always park if it's available. So it's, it's kind of my um, thing there. You've so. got your spot there. You, well, I kind of have like it's, it's literally like if, you, if you're going around, like I literally go straight in and I'm like, well, this is my spot. And nobody <sighs> takes it, but it's also like right at the curve. Yeah. So like you kind of get caught like while you back up, like it kind of bites you in the butt a little bit because if you back up, like sometimes you're, you know, depends if the cars are merging towards you, it, it kind of messes, messes up the flow of traffic, but. That's cool. <laughs> That's wow. Okay, you so. really like uh, that beans. Um, okay, so uh, when you're not eating out, uh, you of course you have to have food in your house. Yep. Uh, where do you go buy that food? What's your favorite grocery store? Uh, favorite grocery store? I mean, I typically go to Hornbacher's. I buy some Hornbacher's. Yep. Which one? Uh, typically the one in Cheyenne, on Cheyenne, just off off, off the interstate. interstate. The off new, interstate. the newer one the there, newest with one, the strip yeah. mall near That's there. The yeah. closest, usually the 13th Avenue one. Um, I forget the name of it, but the 13th Avenue one, 
kind of by the mall and yeah then, uh, yeah yeah Cheyenne yeah. one is literally like right between my house i see so it's kind of whatever is most convenient for that i see or, or what I'm i see but, okay. but i mean I, I do like all these five certain pieces or certain types of foods but it, there are certain things you can get at like target and things like that that yeah. i yeah to kind of shop around for. yeah like there's but like your go, your go to is hornbuckers yep, yep, you love you're loyal definitely. to hornbuckers have you noticed a change because i think did coborns recently bought them out or did they buy colborns how did um, that i think they bought them out because i know Cashwise and and uh and uh hornbachers are owned by the same company now Col- Col- yeah, yeah now. now they are but yeah but i think that was over a couple years ago but maybe was it? but it might have oh, man you know with business it could take a little while to get you know that contract signed or yeah. you know, agreements that type of thing so okay um, i feel like it was recent but i you know when you get older be, maybe when you get older around, yeah. and then when you have kids like sure time <laughs> oh yeah that was two years ago seven oh. years ago <laughs> yeah i didn't like in your brain so okay cool so you know a lot of people you do you know i met you with uh young professionals network through the chamber ypn yeah. that's how we know each other you do a lot of networking uh so this one might be a little harder might get you in a little bit of trouble uh but we got to pick a favorite here what's your favorite business in town locally business. owned business Ooh, in God. town yeah Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh-huh. I don't know if I can just limit it to one. That's the that's yep, the that part is the tough it's part. Like, that's you know, if, if you want some people, the out that they've taken is of course just to name and plug their own business. If sure. that that's easier for you, if you don't want to shout out any one person in particular. Yeah, I mean, uh, for, for me, it's not a our, ours is for me. It's marketing. So I, my business is yeah. kind of a basis of people that are subscribed to our our publication and are on our TV. Uh, or watch our TV show on a weekly basis. But I mean, yeah. as far as, uh, I guess I'll go to the ones I like. I'm a avid fitness person, so I do like F45 in West Fargo. F45 and, in West Fargo. And family wellness, and I like, uh, kind of shout out a little different ones, but local ones uh, for shopping. I like Vintage Point, and I also like to go to the Mindac Market to get gifts for this Christmas season since we're Christmas-themed. So yeah. um, those ones. So I, I do like to shop local if at all possible, but um Sometimes it's, you know, the the fit's a little different depending on, so. Absolutely. All right, last question. Um, so it's your day off. You're not working. You're not you're not producing something. You're not building something. This is this is just to have a good time. Okay. What does Kevin Bauer do for fun? Oh boy. Um that could be anything. I like to go to events and things. So if there's a possibility, like I'm going to a uh, Tim Rules game here on Thursday, actually. So I like to take in sports if I can. Um, just hang out with friends. So like go to family. a live, go to a live go to sports a live sports event. Yeah, um, a lot of those around. Yep, there's quite a few. So I like to go to your Fargo Forest games, your Red Hawks games. What do you uh, like you about? What do you like about going to? Like, is it watching the show, or what is it about being there that is different for you? What? Yeah, I mean, I guess just the live aspect is I usually go with friends, um, so it's that community basis of that. And yeah. It's uh, especially, you know, it's good to have people to go with, and it would be fun to watch the game by yourself, but it's also kind of can be a little unique by yourself, so it's yeah. fun to go with friends and an you know, take in, and if thing. it's baseball, it's a beautiful day. It's, you know, it's like sitting on your patio, essentially, but you get to watch a baseball game, right? So awesome well that's all the time for baseball we have today uh that is the show what do you think real, I, real quick well like it. it it went by super fast and very it's fast very very uh, festive and got a lot of, to answer a lot of questions and and uh, got to talk about uh, christmas at prairie heights as well so i'm excited to um to yeah. invite everybody that's able to to listen and attend or if they have any questions uh, feel free to reach out to me on it so well that, i suppose that was your plug that that was the whole plug right i was good i should have invited you more i, I didn't quite transition nope. it clearly that that did you anything else you want to plug just kevin bauer find you on facebook yeah. be your friend 
Find me on you're Facebook now, you're or now Instagram invited. or LinkedIn. Yeah. And uh, and see you uh, for Christmas Christmas service. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Of course, I'm Conrad Fargo. This has been the Fargo Five. Uh, we are here every week, Tuesdays, uh, uh, 11 to noon on KRFF 95.9. Uh, you can also find me on uh, the internets. You just type in Conrad Fargo anywhere. You will find me. You can go to ConradFargo.com, of course. Uh, forward slash the Fargo Five uh, is right there. Or you can go to YouTube at Conrad Fargo. That's where you find the show. I'm on Spotify. You type in Conrad Fargo or the Fargo Five. Go to Facebook. Type in Conrad Fargo. If you're getting the idea here, you just type in Conrad Fargo. Uh, have a merry Christmas, and we will see you uh, next time. Going out with Trans Siberian Orchestra, of course, and uh, Carol of the Bells.